Open up your ears and your hearts, close your mouths, and shut your butts, because we're coming to you live from two weird cots in the middle of a scorpion-full desert, and this just may be our final broadcast. Could this time be better spent trying to escape from said desert? You betcha. But the world needs to hear our story no matter the cost. This episode, we're teaching you how to pop your tarps on and hit the woods for some good old-fashioned camping, if old-fashioned camping involved air mattresses and a coffee press. Then we get raw and unfiltered as we guess ADHD celebrity blind items and tell a juicy plum and spoon-based pizza secret from one of our most loyal and most Australian listeners. This conversation may be jam-packed with ridiculous tangents and way too many questions about plums and spoons, but much like a Swedish fish, it'll slide right down your gullet, which is a feeling we all enjoy. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather. Weirds of a feather. Ah! Oh. All right. All right. I'm all ready to go. Peace. I don't know what this exit is, but I am doing it, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Weirds of a Feather, Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Kristen. I'm your host, Grace. Do you ever feel like my coworker and I were having a conversation the other day? I feel like sometimes. Sometimes, not all the times, because sometimes I go down a rabbit hole. Yes. But sometimes, especially when it's like work-related things, I've learned as much as I'll ever know. Yes. Yes. And I've tapped I just out. said that the other day. I'm, I can't learn yes. another thing. There's actually this great SNL sketch. I think it's A.D. Bryant and Kate McKinnon, and they're like doing this PowerPoint presentation at work that they were asked to do, and they yeah. clearly like do not know how PowerPoint works. <laughs> and at one point, A.D. Bryant, and I always say this now, she, at one point she says, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I can't learn. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, exactly. Yes, I so, feel like I can't right. actually absorb knowledge. I'll read it over and over and over, right. or I'll watch a video or whatever, but I just feel like I cannot get it in there. <laughs> yeah. I and and it's so weird because other it depends on what it is because sometimes you know like the whole horse hoof thing. Oh like, yeah, if I'm seeking it out for fun, right, I can learn for all day long. But if it's something for something like important, like work, where I should really know, oh, uh, you're gonna have a hard time. Like I just feel like I can't I, learn unless I, learn, I want I to. I have learned as much as I can. <laughs> yes, I think I have force forcefully learned as mm-hmm. much as I can, and now I just need to follow my whims. We have a new surgeon at work and he's super nice and he keeps suggesting that I take this class on how like the cautery works, like the hot knife, the... Mm, yes, the, hot <laughs> Yes, hot knife. It, cautery. I also need to take this class because I don't know about <laughs> cautery. Like, I, it, I, I understand it, the term. It, I understand um, what you're saying. I know what cauterizing means. Okay. So, so sometimes in surgery you use the cautery instead of like an actual scalpel because it will burn all the blood vessels, less bleeding equals less blood loss. Cool. So, but it uses electricity and he's like, you should take this class. It's all about how like the electricity and, you know, when to use what type of electricity and monopolar versus bipolar, all things I should know. Yeah. I feel like that's probably important. Not taking this <laughs> no. class. There's no way. Nothing, nothing could interest me less. Yeah. It sounds very boring. Yeah. He's like, you got to take, oh, he's like, you would think, what am I going to learn? But you learn so much. And I'm like, oh, you precious, precious man. Oh, buddy. So precious. No. no. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. Uh, I, I, it, he's at the point where he doesn't know how shitty of a person I am. So it's great. You're not a shitty person. I'm, I'm mostly <laughs> shitty. No, you're not. You know, the, the other two surgeons are like, okay, we, we know. You're neurodivergent. You're not <laughs> shitty. You but are, you're overworked and overwhelmed. You know I guess what I'm saying is he, he still has hope for me. Yes, like he's someone that goes above and beyond and he's not 
acknowledging that you're just trying to get by. Just, yeah. just trying to get through just the day. Get through the day is such a struggle. You know, sometimes I go above and beyond when I feel like it. Yeah. Once again, you have to feel like it. Yeah. That's how I am too. I can spend an insane amount of time on learning something mm-hmm. when it's something that I'm interested in. Oh, yeah. But otherwise, if it's work related or something boring that I don't care about, it's like my brain. I, I just want to just say this. I care it. about my work. I care very much about my patients. But sometimes I don't care about monopolar versus bipolar. I yeah, just it's just so separated know. from caring it's, about patients. They just seem like two totally different things, even mm-hmm. though I know it overlaps. All right. All right. Let's get into this thing. We were going to do an update on our routines, but let's just skip on over that. Yeah, you know what? My update is I'm still going to bed not on time. Yep, you are. Just really, if anything, it's gotten worse. Because you're trying to shame yourself into it. Yeah, but... That sounded very antagonistic, and that's kind of how I feel at this point. Usually... Because you're not listening to me. I know, but it's like, now I just, like, ugh. Now I don't even want to listen to you. You're triggering your own oppositional defiance. I know. uh, (laughs) It's like, I go out of my way to stay up late, is Tell yourself, here, ooh, flip it. Mm -hmm. Flip it and reverse it. Flip it and reverse it. Tell yourself you can't go to bed until midnight. Because that's crazy, right? That is crazy. But if that was the rule, what would you do? Right? You'd be like, well, that's way too late. I'm not going to bed at midnight. I'm going to go to bed at a reasonable hour. And then maybe eventually you'll bump it down. But start with just this like ludicrous bedtime or 1 a.m. or whatever. And what start- about at like 11? Sure. Uh, you know, I've been like, I got it consistently down to 11. All right. Except for the other night. All right. Um, but that might be the way to do it. If you're okay. like, yeah, let's stay up until midnight or 11 or whatever. Then I feel like I'm gonna be like reasonable Chris will kick in and be like, are you crazy? <laughs> That's way too late. That's not the rule. <laughs> That's not the rule. We have to be in bed at 9.30 and now I'm going to do it out of spite. So that might work. That might work. All I'll right. have to try it. All right. A reverse psychology myself. Yeah. You yeah. have to at this point, I think. Uh, should we get into this is who I am now? Yes. This my only update is that I'm still using my time cube because I'm amazing and I'm really good at I'm sticking really, to my goals. I'm really proud of you. No, but also time. I switched medication on to Adderall and that has helped a lot. So well, I feel like that doesn't... It counts, it but still it's like, counts. Hey, yes. excuse me. But my circumstances changed and it's not as hard to get myself to do it now. But I, I still have to get myself to do it. You still have to get yourself to do it. Stop belittling yourself. You're right, You've you're accomplished right. it. I'm proud of myself. Good job on your routine. Using my time to you. You're using it. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Let's check in a couple weeks from now. Deal. I'll meet you here. Sure. <laughs> Ready for the song? Or do you want to insert the song? Yeah. Should we do... Let's sing the song. We've you been singing to- it the whole time. Okay. Okay. We'll do our song. And then next, next Just week. Sags episode, we will have a new listener song for you on uh, This Is Who I Am Now. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Stay tuned. But for now, Chris and I are going to do our version that we know you guys love and know in your hearts. Yep. Yep. All right. This time it's different. Everything has changed. This is who I am now. This is who I am now. Lovely. This is who we are now. All right. Who are you now? Uh, give me a special, more a more special voice, please. Please ask me in a more special voice. Grace, who are you now? Thank you. I feel special. Okay. I am a big Stephen King book reader. Ooh. Uh, big as in I'm a big fan of Stephen King, nice. but also big as in I'm reading physically large books. Ooh. I'm reading big Stephen King books. Here's my issue with really big books is sometimes I read with me on my back in bed mm. and then the book, I have like my elbows propped, but then I fall asleep and the book falls on me. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like to use a smaller book. Yeah. Paperback at least. Yeah. the I don't want to be injured. Yeah. That <laughs> reading injury. It's like a really <laughs> lame injury. <laughs> uh, yeah. I do struggle with the physically large books. I mean, they're all paperback at least. Yeah. But I do have a hard time like holding them and reading them. Mm-hmm. So the page, the book I'm reading now is called The Dome. Oh, they made a TV show. Yes. Did you watch it? I've never no, seen it. I did not. But right. I watched the commercials. Well, there you go. There. I want to read it first before I watch the show. But this book is 1,075 pages, Dang. which is ginormous. Like two Harry Potter books. Three probably. Whoa! I would say. It depends on. I well, guess it depends, depends on the Harry Potter. Yeah. I guess early Harry Potter one. Yeah, we're little guys. 
fuck you, J.K. Rowling, yeah. transphobic piece of shit. Yeah, she's Anyways, tra- anyway. and she's super ableist, and she just released a book about a author who was victimized for her transphobia <laughs> and her ableism. I wonder where she got the inspiration. I know, right? It's almost like it's based on real life and oh, it's man. what you fantasize about in your oh, dreams. Oh, man. How'd she go so complex. downhill so fast? I think she was always really shitty. Yeah. And I think we were People just, just found blinded out by it. the magic yeah. of Harry Potter. Uh, You're a wizardary. All right. All right. Uh, uh, well, I'm proud of you for reading big books. Yeah. With your big brain. Thank you. I have gone through this phase before when I was in Oregon. I read It, which I think is like Ooh. seven or 800 pages maybe. And then I read 112263, I think it is, the JFK book that he wrote, which was also very good. And that was like 900 pages. And I finished that one. And I was pretty proud of myself. So this is the biggest book I will have ever read. Ooh. And I don't want to jinx myself because once i say it then i'm not gonna do it is it scary uh i think it's i mean i'm sure it's gonna be creepy because stephen king is a yeah. big creep but so far it's just like pretty sci-fi i like the I, I like apocalyptic type things is what i'm realizing not zombies i don't like zombies they stress me i out. don't like the zombies i don't like being chased i like something where it's like all of a sudden this thing happens that shifts everyday life and now it's like oh what's gonna happen <laughs> Uh, so that in this mm. book, like all of a sudden this dome is just like comes over one town in Maine. Yeah. That's the other reason why I love Stephen King. He always it's writes Maine. about Maine because he's from Maine. Maine. And so it's really fun. It's like, oh, I've been there. Have you ever read anything by his son? Joe Hill is his pen name. I don't think I have, but I've heard that I he's think a very I have good a book author. By him. It's called like Firestarter. Mm. And it's about spontaneous combustion, Ooh, which is like I love that topic. Super scary. Yeah, I read half of it, and then per usual, I forgot about it, and now I don't want to start over. But yeah, I don't know where I left off. That's the problem. Really. I left off at a, like a really important moment too. I remember I was like, "Oh, this is this is this is going to change the whole outcome of the book," and then you just dropped yeah. off. You know what it is? No, let's move on. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just gonna say I like a big book. Because I have a really hard time getting into books. It's so hard for me to start a book or a show. But once I'm in it, I want to stay in it forever. So the longer, the better, I say, when it comes to a book. Yeah. All right, Kristen. Yeah. Who are you now? Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wedge salad eater. <laughs> you just have wedge salads written. You I, are yeah. now wedge salads. I am now a wedge salad. <laughs> I'm transformed yep. to something bigger and better. Just a big chunk of I'm lettuce. I'm just a big hunk of lettuce. Yep. Um for those of you you know what i never knew what a wedge salad was until like i was 30 what you yeah. never encountered a wedge I never salad encountered a wedge salad didn't you work at tgi fridays for a day uh, I mean, it was ruby tuesdays sorry. for two weeks okay long oh, enough sorry. for me to put in my two-week notice <laughs> okay <laughs> immediately yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I didn't know what it was. And then I had one for the first time when I was like probably 30. Wow. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. It's just like just lettuce um, <laughs> and dressing. Is, is that what you want? Well, I just, I, I don't know. I just, if you get a good romaine lettuce and it's like crunchy and you get that like crunch, but it's also like juicy and watery. You're like, rawr, oh, rawr. I don't like oh, that at all. Man, it is fresh and then it depends <laughs> on- <laughs> it is fresh <laughs> anyway so it's, it's also just like because there's so much water in the lettuce but so it feel i feel like it's very satisfying you know like sometimes sometimes you just don't feel like eating anything yes all the time all the time right yeah. i feel like i can always eat lettuce full of water you know <laughs> I it, like romaine lettuce has a wa- high water count mm. so it's not it's i don't think it's like I don't know how to describe it. I just think it's easier to eat than like chicken and asparagus or something, mm. you know? All right. So I think it's it's a good like safety, quick dinner. Food. It's a good safety food. And I just like re-remembered it last week and now I'm obsessed. Yeah, you're going through a big wedge salad Yeah, I'll phase. probably hate it in a week, but. But right now you're riding that wedge Ride salad it. high. Woo, woo. That's what we're having for dinner tonight. Hell Yeah. Wedge salad, wet lettuce. <laughs> it just—it has a high. It's not wet. It just has a high water content, like watermelon. Okay. And grapes. Yep. What else? Clementines. I was just thinking clementines. Yeah. And and most of the citrus fruit. All right. I think one of us is reading the other's thoughts. I don't know who it is. I don't know which way it's going. Mm. Which I know we all have psychic powers. Well, we all have psychic powers. Mm. 
And the more time you spend with someone, the more you kind of are like reading each other's minds. I think but it's been you happening and I just a lot. spend a lot of time yes. together. But it's been happening a lot lately. Very true. A lot on the podcast, which is yes. scary. And the other day where we were thinking of a song, like a random song, just an, any example of a song. Mm-hmm. And you and I were thinking the same song. I believe it's oh, called Love. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. That was that really was, weird. That was so fucking that weird. That was so weird. Yes. And then we tried it again and then we were thinking of different songs. Yes. Well, I was too pressured then. Yeah. But maybe it needs to go the other way. Maybe I need to think of a song and oh. you pick up on it as we tried vice versa. We'll have to do some practice later because okay. you just... can strengthen your psychic abilities. So we could, the more you practice, the better you get at it. We should do a segment on this because I don't know anything about psychic abilities. Ooh, I could do that as a... Would that be a hobby collector? We'll make it a hobby collector. All right. Well, that's what I did my PowerPoint on. Remember? Were you not listening? Oh, that's right. Oh, my gosh. Were you not paying attention? The cla- I... your, your Claire abilities. Claire ability. Yeah. That's two words. Claire abilities. As in like clairvoyant, Claire... Uh, Etc. Claire, <laughs> the, other Claire types. Uh, the other types of Claire. Claire to Claire's where you get your earrings in middle school. Yeah, there's yeah. Claire's at the mall. <laughs> there's Claire sentience. That's one. Ah. Uh, Etc. But I, yeah, I'll do a hobby collectors on that because sure, it's interesting. Sure, sure. And maybe yeah. we could try out a few things. You oh. can also do like one of us draws a picture from the other room or whatever, and, you oh. tr- and then you try to like draw what I'm drawing. You know, uh, we should try it out. Excuse me. You can edit that burp out. No. Uh-huh. I'll probably leave Sorry. It. Okay. All right. Neat. <laughs> All right. Let's get into those quirks. Quirk. Oh, shoot. Get I'm not zoo. prepared. Prepare thy kazoo. <laughs> I'm not prepared. Some people call me spacey. Some people call me fun. But I'm just quirky. <laughs> Do that <laughs> yep, finish it, finish it, finish strong. <laughs> We're using this take, so <laughs> we have to redo it. We have to read it. No, oh it was God. so good. <sighs> okay, that's it. That's all I got. Lucy's oh. upset by the kazoo, so we can't oh, do it again. Shoot. Sorry. Bye, honey. Lucy. Hi, sweet girl. Is it dinner time? Go ask your father. Yeah, yeah. No, look look at all the wires here. No, no, buddy, no, buddy. No. You're going to take down the whole operation. Cue the music. All right. I'm ready. All right. You ready? Do you want, do you want me to go first? Oh. Do you want me to go first? It sounds like you want to go first. Um. Then yes, let's have you go first. I love how you guys like you guys you guys is in grace yeah all of us yes uh, <laughs> you like write out all of your sentences and stuff and everything you want to say and mine's like wedge salad <laughs> i am wedge salad <laughs> like i've got an idea of like what i want to say but i just want to remind myself that i'm specifically talking about wedge salads well if anything your way is how you should do things like use it's like using little notes and flashcards you know yeah like i feel like i need you very my- much write out not like a script but like you have like a very detailed plan because otherwise i'll forget the tiny little nuances of what i want to say and oh. the details for me are very important i feel like and also i can read faster than you can and so it's easy well, here's the big thing you can read <laughs> i can also read well i was gonna I, say i don't know if i'm reading faster than you because you're probably just slamming through it just skimming skimming, skimming. yeah i'm a big skimmer i got the gist of this I've whole the page <laughs> by a quick look yeah so you might be going through things faster but i can see it and understand what i'm reading as i'm reading it out loud whereas you have a harder time for that so it's way more stressful for you so it makes sense why i do that and you do not it does. I wouldn't do it if I were you. If I could be more off the top of my head, I would be. We work well together. Oh, I think my other problem is that I, I'm in a big over-explainer. As you can see right now in yeah, this moment, yeah. I'm giving you an example. <laughs> yeah, it's, as it's I'm like a non-stop explanation. So I think if I don't write things down in the way I want to say it, I'll just give super long explanations that are unnecessary, like this uh, explanation <laughs> right here. This is a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so quirky. All right. Tell um, us your quirks. Okay. Quirk number one. Yep. I swallow my gum all the time. <laughs> I hate that. I, I hate that. What I do you just, mean? What do I mean? I just you just, just for it. fun? No, not for fun. It's uh, if there's like no trash can around, I don't want to just like whew, like huck it 
Well, no, that's not the next option. There's an in-between, which is like have a little piece of paper or the gum wrapper in your pocket and then you wrap it up, put it in your pocket and save what it What if you later. have those like jugs of gum? <laughs> like well, a then gum you leave jug. it on top of the gum jug and then no, your podcasting gross. partner that's gets upset. Yes. Ah, so I'd rather if I don't and like then if you have like a little piece of trash now you have like a little piece of trash I'd rather have a little piece of trash than just swallow my gum oh, is if it, I has it ever to. like I'm fine are you I mean first of all are you I mean you- yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right you sound confident so I'm, it seems like I'm, you're fine I, it's not gonna there's nothing wrong I mean isn't I, it unpleasant I just don't like the feeling of swallowing gum and I will do anything to avoid it. I swallow it. lots of things whole by accident. <laughs> like grapes. what? That's really unsafe. Yeah. Someone should be cutting your grapes like a baby. Um, a Swedish fish. That was like one of those big ones by well, accident. Remember, oh. They're slippery. They I can just get right down your gullet. Little guy, you know? Swim right down there. Yeah. Well, I remember doing that like as kids, like doing like, you know, the regular size Swedish fish and yeah. seeing what you can swallow. Like Lily and I would always fold up a piece of American cheese into tiny little squares and then we would see how many squares in the pile we could swallow this all at way, once some, like how did you make it to adulthood how did you make it to adulthood you're talking about swallowing your gum as an adult as an yeah i and i'm here for it I'm, I'm not like pro gum swallowing i'm just saying if it's like your only option or like but it sounds like it's not your only option it sounds like you go right from trash can to swallow it might as well just swallow I at it. least I, I look for a trash can and then if it's like none are too how be long found, do you look for a trash can well it depends on the situation do you I'm just in. scan the scan the room and then you're like oh well <laughs> no i i sometimes depends on how impatient i am you know sometimes sometimes you know how steak is like you get to chew it really well yeah, sometimes I get really impatient. I don't chew it all the way. So then I just like choke it down. So does Tori, my friend Tori. And one time we were out to dinner, just me and her, and she doesn't chew her meat all the way. And she started choking on a piece and of did steak. Did you Heimlich her? No, I had to teach her like a swallowing technique where you like tuck your chin and get a big globule of water and like swallow it all, a bolus, I should say. And you swallow the bolus all at once. So it like washes the food down. But it was so big that she had to like go to the bathroom and excuse herself. And then she had to go throw up in the alleyway <laughs> and then she came back and just kept eating oh like what the fuck God. is wrong with you chew your food and she'll never chew her meat and she won't listen to me because it's like uh you're just like it's so good just i get just, this over with i want another bite and might i have to chew it and it's anyway i swallow my gum <laughs> i hate okay. that for you I, I don't like it I, i'd rather do that than leave it in places where other people can see it okay i only do that here at home and it's only if i'm like saving it for later it's like in your car it's on it's, no, it's saving it's, it for later you're gonna so you're gonna leave it out on ugh. yeah i do it all the you're time. gonna leave it and, oh my god okay I'm you're like, gonna leave it I'm out like all a, the like the dust particles are gonna attack a dog hair is gonna attach to it pick it off and then you oh my okay i know we're gonna take a poll i don't put it behind my ear what is worse a swallowing gum two leaving it out in the open but it's on top of the gum little gum shaker container. leaving it out in the open and then eating it later or pulling a violet and it. putting it behind your ear and then eating it later I'm not eating it, and there's where we differ. Yeah. You're eating it or <laughs> chewing, chewing it or whatever. It. Whatever. You're, you know what I you're mean. You're making a meal out of I'm, it. I'm not making a meal. I'm just, I'm the <laughs> ultimate recycler. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing goes to waste. We use all parts of the gum. <laughs> uh, next quirk. Uh, I'm still upset about I'm this. I'm upset but that you just leave it out in the open. I'm upset that your plan B is not like find a little scrap of paper to like put it just. Well, I put, put it in find a piece of scrap of paper and then I put it in the trash. Well, but then if there's no trash can, find a scrap of paper and fold it up really tight so the gum's not going to get exposed and then put it in your pocket. No, there's always a risk that that thing's going to come unraveled and then you've got gum pockets. Yeah, true, because a couple times I've washed my pants there and you I've go. had gum pockets swallowed. and I just should have, have swallowed. Should have swallowed. That can be the title of our episode. <laughs> well, you should have swallowed. An episode on camping. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. Pretty much in line with our other titles. All right, quirk number two. Kristen, uh, stop talking right, about swallowing I, gum. I, I'm not apologizing. I wish you would. We're going to take a poll. I know there's some other gum swallowers out there. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Be proud. <laughs> I treat all of my plants like my children, yep. but I do have favorites. You shouldn't have favorites if they're your children. I do. I'm a bad... Do you I tell say them? I, No, I don't tell them. Oh. 
Well, that's okay. I, I just, think. I, I, they just know. <laughs> yeah, they probably do. They probably, they probably do. can read your thoughts. Yeah. So what constitutes a favorite? How well it's doing, how easy it is, how beautiful it is, how much oxygen it's giving um, you. Joy. One, my favorites end up being beautiful plants that I give so little and they give me everything. <laughs> so a couple of my bonsais. Or if it's like a major rehab project. Mm. So I have one. So another bonsai is not only is it really beautiful and it, I've put it in a new window and it really loves this spot. So now I give it like barely anything compared to my other ones. So easy. Easy. It's your favorite because it's easy. No, no, no. It's easy, but it's just, it's very pretty, pretty, but easy, pretty easy. <laughs> okay. But like, it's going to be a combo of like the, the beauty factor Plus the maintenance factor. I'm just going to say uh, it's a good thing you're not having children, yeah. real children, because yeah, that's no. not a great attitude for uh, what you like in a it's child. Just like, you know, I like that they don't bother me. Like, you know, you fertilize it every once in a while. And like when I say easy, I'm like, I'm still like keeping track of the humidity and keeping track of, you know, the type of soil that it's in and making sure to fertilize it, you know, fertilize it, fertilize it depending on, you know, one to two times a month. And all this stuff, but it's like, it's, I don't know. You don't need to justify it. No, I get I'm it not, for plants. Yeah, I'm just it's saying. It's like good attitude And then my, my silver sword philodendron is another one where I've just like put it in this pot and then I have attached it to a moss pole and it's now it's like, we love you. And you whisper, you're my favorite. <laughs> it's a little mad at me because I did hack it a little bit, mm. but it's necessary. Oh, okay. Anyway, last quirk. Yeah. Uh, I picked a fight, picked a fight in quotes. Uh, would he my, put it in quotes? I put it in quotes. <laughs> but would he? Or would he say you're picking a fight and you're like, oh, I picked a fight. Um, He told you that you were picking a fight and now you're like, I guess I picked a fight. No, no. <laughs> I would say we had an enthusiastic discussion. Yeah. <laughs> About? Meal planning because I thought it was really overwhelming. Yes. And instead of telling him like a grown up, I kind of lashed out and I was like, ah, because I'm frustrated and I hate it and it's stupid. And <laughs> so then we had to have a conversation uh, and then the conversation. conversation went okay. But I think the initiation was my fault. Yeah. It's not a great way to go into it. Uh, well, yes. I'm glad you talked it out. We, we have many conversations about how I hold in all my feelings and um, that I need to not. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. Dating someone who never holds in any feelings, any, no. uh, all the feelings. All the time. He makes up for my lack of feelings, I think. Uh, I don't think that's really how it works, but yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so, so that was fun. I'm glad we did that. You're so quirky. So quirky. So quirky. Yeah. Uh, Grace. What quirks. are your quirks? My quirks. Uh, All right, quirk number one. Yeah. I file my nails almost every single day of my life. Uh, I, I know you do. I cannot have any edges. Otherwise, I will pick at them and bite them. And Your so, nails look great. Thank you. But it's like obsessive. It's to the point where uh, if I'm like bored in any capacity, I will just like pick them to shit. Mm -hmm. and so they have to be filed down because otherwise I will just ruin my nails. And I like having long nails for once in my what life. If, what about acrylics? I've tried acrylics before, but I don't like maintenance. Too much work. Yeah. I don't like it's. I don't want to. Did spend you the get money them done, it. or did you do them yourself? Both. I've gone through a fake nails phase. Uh, actually, that could be a hobby collectors because I actually Ooh. was very into it and did you it were. for like I two remember years that. in Oregon, and then one yeah. day I just stopped, and that was the end of that. Actually, yeah. I think it was rock. I started rock climbing, and then it was like not conducive to rock climbing. Yeah. And I also got my nails done, acrylic nails, a few times, but mm -hmm. I just like hate the upkeep. And I hate sitting there. It's, it's awkward. Like a time job. It's really boring. I don't like it. It's just so boring getting yeah. your nails done. And I don't like it, but I do like doing them myself. But I always wore fake nails because I have such a hard time growing them out and not picking them shit. So I found that nail filing obsessively all the time forever is like the only way to combat it, which probably is not great for my nails, but here we are. All right, quirk number two, uh, I recently started a new Korean show called The Extraordinary Attorney Woo on Netflix, which Ooh. I will not stop talking about. I know. And I'm not sorry about, about it. it. It's one of the most delightful shows I've ever seen in my life. Everyone go watch it, please. It's just phenomenal. 
It's about a Korean lawyer who was like the first autistic lawyer in Korea. And it's just, uh, I just love everything about it. It's so charming. And I finished it very recently and I'm very upset. But uh, this show, because it's Korean, it has English subtitles only. But because I'm so used to reading subtitles for shows anyways, even when yeah, they're in English. Read, you always have subtitles. Yeah. And so too. when I'm watching a show that's in Korean with English subtitles, I my brain just, I feel like reading the subtitles, my brain like forgets that I don't understand the language that I'm hearing. <laughs> what do you mean I can't speak Korean? Yeah. And so I'll literally like, like I would for in a show that's in English, I'll try to look away and like do something else, like look at my phone or file my nails or like stretch on the floor or something. And I'll look away and immediately it's like, nope oh i don't understand korean at all i don't speak korean <laughs> and i keep doing it where i'll get into the show and after a little bit of watching my brain truly truly forgets that i'm reading subtitles it'll just kind of like trick me into thinking i'm hearing it almost but i keep looking away being like all right i got it i can i think i've absorbed enough korean at this sure. point <laughs> and i can just like a couple episodes look at my phone while i watch and i look down and immediately it's like uh, nope 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 i'm not getting any of this i need the subtitles uh, it forces you to pay attention yes yeah. it does which I actually really like. And I think that's another reason why I love this show so much is that I'm fully engaged because I have to be. So there's a little ADHD tip. If you're having to... trouble getting engaged with something, make it so you have to be. I'm right? going to have to watch the show. Please. I'm begging you. Watch the show. Everyone watch the show. It's so delightful. <laughs> I know I sound agitated, but it's really such a lovely, sweet show. All right. And quirk number three. Yeah. Here's one that you uh, make fun of me for all the time. So Enya, you guys know Enya, she wrote us in with this quirk, which I also share. Uh, I am unable to drink from any style of cup or container oh my without God. dribbling it down my entire it front. Uh, Enya, I, I don't know how. Enya, Enya. Enya referred to it as a drinking disability, which is completely accurate. And I fully believe it is at the disability level. It is. It is. It is profound yes. is what i would call it profound thank you it's like no matter how much i focus on my drinking no matter how careful i am i still every time end up dribbling you need a different water bottle first of all you're front. setting yourself up for well, failure it's not just the nalgene although i do think i need one of those like sippy tops you definitely nalgene. need a sippy top maybe even a straw no i don't like to drink out of a straw because much like my dog lucy i like to do a daily drink where i realize that i'm absolutely super thirsty and I need to chug a bunch of water all at once. And then I chug, chug, chug. And I'm like, chug, chug, chug. It's like dripping down the sides of my mouth. But I don't care because I'm so thirsty. And that's part of it is I don't really care to be careful, especially when I'm drinking water. But where was it? Oh, we were trying to do that Zoom call. Yeah. And you're like, let me change into a nicer shirt. And then you're like, oh, I'll get a little glass of water. And it just like all went down your shirt. Yep. And then I had to change like, my shirt. I changed change. my shirt three times that day. <laughs> Because I can't stop. And it's not just the Nalgene. It's like glasses. Uh, it's really any container that's not a little sippy top. Even a sippy you're top. not a red wine drinker. Well, Enya said that she has not been able to have red wine in 10 years because she also shares this drinking disability. Oh, my disability. gosh. Enya, you can get these. No. No matter what. It's too much of a risk. Don't risk it, Enya. Well, she said she also loves a, fr a crisp white shirt. <laughs> and that doesn't bode well together. No. So you got to give up one doesn't. of them, I guess. And she chose the white shirts to stick with oh to uh, stick i was like no she's not drinking a red she wine yeah she chose, she chose to the shirt she chose the and she shirts. gave out the wine yes whereas i wear all black and mm. i don't drink red wine but i'll drink whatever and i'll dribble it down myself and no big deal is my approach that's that's fair yeah you can also get those cups uh they're stemless wine glasses with little lids mm. but even with like a little sippy top or like a little tiny water bottle or a straw I still somehow end up like, I don't know if it's like dribbling out the sides of my mouth. I don't do I know. have weak lip closure? I should do a, an oral a eval a on myself. Eval, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what's going on. But yeah, maybe I'm not getting enough closure. But it always ends up down the front of my shirt. None of us are getting enough woman. closure on this subject. <laughs> no. We'll never know why. Yeah. I don't know. It's just one of those things. I have a drinking problem. It is definitely a drinking disability. Yes. It is disabling. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, I've I've witnessed it many times and I'm just like, I just, I can't, how, how does this keep happening? <laughs> I don't know, but it's I, never going to stop. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. All right. Let's mosey cruise On our into way into hobby collectors. Hobby collectors. Collecting those hobbies. Collect the hobbies. 
Tell me about it. Tell me your hobbies. Get those hobbies. <laughs> All right. And that was our song. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, <laughs> no, we're going to play a significantly better song yeah. than that. Which, Open up your ear holes because it's time for Jane Olson's song. You can find her on SoundCloud. Shut your mouths. Shut your mouths. Jane's playing. And open your ears. <laughs> yep. And your hearts. Aww. And your butts. Oh, no. Just, all right. Close your butts. Close your butts. Open your heart. In your ears. Close your, close your mouths. One, two, three, go. <laughs> we are the collectors. These are our hobbies. We are the collectors. These are our hobbies. We are the collectors. These are our hobbies. We are the collectors. Hobby collectors. <laughs> What is this podcast? Oh man, are you ever just like, what are we doing? Yeah, people listen to this. I that's usually what I think. People seek this out. Yeah, but then once you like edit it, even then it's still us doing this. Yeah, I don't. I only edit out little little stuff. You know, it's still mostly us raw, 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 unfiltered. I'm I'm nervous for us to ever do a live show. God, that's gonna be a nightmare. We're gonna have to like. Work on our ums. Um, work on our likes. Like, work on uh, wrapping it up. Our weird sounds and working on wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. You can tell we're practicing right now. Yeah. We're talking rap, about this rap mid show. Yeah, <laughs> just the top just of the this, segment. This is a good place to just have this discussion. <laughs> well, just have a little side. Combo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the collectors. <laughs> We are talking about camping. Camping. You ever heard of it? Have you ever been camping? Tell us. We're waiting. Yep. I'll wait. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I have. Kristen, have you ever been camping? <laughs> I, I certainly most have. Perfect. Yeah, we both grew up camping. Our families are both pretty big, pretty uh, decent campers, I would say. I would say... They used to be not a big backpacking camping. We both are not the type who will like pack in, stay overnight, and then pack out. That is a lot of work. Yeah. I'm not looking to do work before I do I want to go to a state park. Yep. Unload the car. Unload the car. Have a home base. Yep. And then do all my other activities once I've unloaded. Uh, so we wanted to cover camping because while it may seem kind of just like, I don't know, it's just like camping. You just go camping to us. We also realized that not everyone grew up camping. And if you've never if you've never been before, especially as an ADHD, it probably seems really overwhelming. What do you do? Where do you start? What do you bring? There's so many different things you need. There's a lot of planning. Stuff you need to know. A lot of planning. Yep. So we thought we would cover it and give you a little how-to on how to get started with yeah. camping. All right, Kristen, will you please tell us the extensive history of camping? Okay, so... <laughs> No. (laughs) Um, Okay. So looking up the history of camping, it's just evolution, guys. We just used we used to do this full time as a we just living outdoors, living outdoors, and then we started to live indoors. And then someone was like, "What? What if we like go back for funsies? What if we LARPed uh, evolution?" Yeah. Yeah, it's LARPing evolution. Yeah. But now camping itself has like evolved and there's several different types. You can go RVing, which I mean, that's the dream right there. You don't even have to set up. You just park. Pull up your bus. Right. You can go tenting. That's a bit of a roughing it. Backpacking, which is you pack in, you pack out. That is extreme. And then there's the glamping where you can get like a yurt or a big, beautiful camper or something. Mm. You have electricity. Maybe you have a TV in your camper. Who Ooh. knows? Yeah, I when I when I think about it, I think a key to what makes it glamping is that someone else is doing the setup for you. Oh. That's what I think glamping is. I don't think glamping's that. I think <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. <laughs> you know, I I don't know if I've ever been glamping. Neither have I. But I just, I've heard things. <laughs> we we I've been in a tent. Yep. And I've been, my parents used to have a pop-up camper, which was pretty cool. Yeah, the pop-up was cool. Yeah. And we then, had a camper van, which was great. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So camper van, van camping, I guess, would kind of go with RVs. Yeah. It's like a step down from a big RV. Yeah. And we had a rooftop tent at one point. Oh, that I was remember cool. that. That, like, that is really cool. flipped up on the cool. roof of our car. Yeah. So that was fun. But yeah, I've never been glamping. And... I don't know. I'm not going to say I'm never going to because it sounds kind of nice. I kind of want to go. Hey, what do you want to do? You want to go glamping next summer? I would glamp. We could even glamp in the fall. 
It's glamping. We got glamp right now. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go glamping. All right. We're back from our glamping. Yep. And it's it was great. Yeah. So we're mostly, I feel like we're both most familiar with like tent camping. Yeah. We did a lot of like neighborhood camping trips growing up. Yep. So I feel like if you're here for any hardcore backpacking or you're here for the glamping, get out of there. Yeah. This isn't for you. No, you can you can stay if you're a glamper, but the hardcore backpackers, this is not this yeah. is not for you. You're gonna make fun of you, us. We use air mattresses. Yeah, this is a big air you. mattress. Um I gotta have my comforts. I gotta have coffee in the morning. Yeah. I'm already sleeping outside. I don't need to do like a lot of physical work to get to right. the place outside where I'm gonna then do more work to set up my tent. Yeah. Yeah. What do you need to go camping? Let me tell you. Please. <laughs> uh you need some sort of shelter, like yep. we talked about. Uh, whether that's an RV, a tent, a pop-up camper, a yurt, I don't know. Uh, a bunch of sticks that you've compiled yeah. into a roof. A lean-to. Mm. Um, some people are like, I'll just sleep under the stars. No. And I, I wouldn't recommend it, but no, maybe. I mean, not in New England. Maybe if you're like in the desert, that might be nice. The desert? There's going to be like scorpions and well, snakes and shit. Don't pick a desert, desert without scorpions. A scorpionless desert. Are there any? I don't, I don't know much about scorpions, so. I don't know much about deserts. Yeah. <laughs> so let us know at yeah. gmail.com about scorpions and or deserts. I think Christopher, he said he slept under the stars in Joshua Tree. Ooh, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that does seem really nice. Anyway, uh, you need a way to cook all of the foods. Yep. You're going to probably bring food and water. You should. Yes. Uh, uh, there, If you're staying at a campground that has amenities there, like they might have uh, drinking water, potable water. And like a legit bathroom, not just outhouses. So mm -hmm. check first and see if they have like water there. But yeah, if you're doing more rugged camping, you're definitely going to want to bring your own water. Yeah. Yeah. And then you need a way to cook the water to get all of like the Giardia out of it. Or, and you need a way to cook the food. Yes. So it's edible. So usually that involves like a little travel stove slash travel grill. You can actually, actually we saw someone at that Pete's place. I should, have, I should have picked one up. They were like super cheap. Hmm. Yeah, you can get them on like Craigslist and stuff for like mad cheap. Or you can buy like a brand new one online. That's hmm. fine. They usually run off of propane. Uh, you could try and cook over the fire. You're going to have a bad time. Yeah, it's not. If you're just getting into camping, bring bring a stove. Yes, yes. Get a little camper stove. It'll yep. be worth it. Yeah, you're yep. going to. You're going to like the way your food tastes. <laughs> we guarantee it. <laughs> you can also get one of those, fuck, I forget what they're called, but they're just like a one-man operation. A jet boil. Yes. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Where you could make like noodles, you can make water coffee. for coffee in there, you can yep. make tea, whatever. But yep. yeah, we have a jet boil and I'll bring like macaroni and cheese as a yep. meal and just make it in there. I remember when I went camping with you and Ian. And he brought a jet boil, but he forgot the coffee grinder. Oh. So he tried to cut all the beans with a knife. <laughs> That sounds like I, just, I drank it because we had like such a terrible. It was the Gorse Festival, right? Oh God! And <laughs> yeah, and, it and was, then we went to that diner. Yeah, it was we such like, this terrible, terrible coffee. Yes. And then you got up and you're like, I feel like garbage. And we yeah, all were like, I was so sick. We need to call it a day. I thought you were going to talk about a different time where Ian and I used the jet boil when we were camping, and I was making pasta, and he tried to drain it for me, and he dumped all of my noodles on the ground, and it was my only <laughs> box of macaroni and cheese. I was so pissed. I was so upset. And I still am to this day. I feel like camping is like the true test of a relationship because things are going to go badly. Yes. And you're when probably going to be wet if you go in New England. Yes. You're going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So go it with is, people that you like. It is really fun and it's supposedly <laughs> really relaxing, selling it. But like it, when you first get started, you're like, I'm going to kill someone. Yes. But that's yeah. the fun of it. Yeah. It's all in good fun. It brings you together. You can try to cook hot dogs over the fire, but even that is tricky. You can do it in a tight squeeze, but don't, don't. Nah. Nah. No. Um, fires are for marshmallows. Ooh, yeah. Nice yeah. s'more. Yeah. Uh, I would, especially in New England or any sort of moist area, bring a tarp. Yep. Everybody says that their tent's waterproof. It never is. Yeah, Not even for just, a downpour. Yeah. To have one over you and then maybe even to have one under yeah. your tent. You need a footprint. It's called footprint, and then you need, and some tents will come with their footprint. But I also recommend getting a tarp 
not it's, good enough. Yeah, just get a fucking tarp. Everybody needs a tarp. I used to always have a tarp in the back of my car. It's so freaking useful. Never know when you're going to you need a tarp. never know when you need a tarp. You're going to be stranded, get a tarp. Yep. Maybe some rope. That might help. This one was written by Grace in all caps. Bug spray. Please bring bug For spray. Oh God. You will have the most miserable time oh if you don't gosh. bring bug spray. God, the mosquitoes, mosquitoes are brutal. Tics, black flies. Lyme disease is a real threat in uh, New England. Mm. Yeah, I hate being without bug spray because I'm so bothered by bugs. Yeah. Also, a few that we forgot to put on here. Uh, something to sleep on, preferably mm-hmm. an air mattress. Make sure that you bring the little yeah. blowy up uh, mechanism attachy thing and have batteries for it. Yep. Or you can get one of those like little just like pads or one that kind of self-inflates yeah, a little a bit. Cot. But those suck. Yeah. Oh, they... don't bring a cot. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a cot is weird. It I is guess, weird. Unless I guess you're living in a place where there's scary critters on the ground. Like yeah. a desert. A scorpion oh, probably desert. Scorpions can climb up a cot though. Yeah, but at least you're a little bit off the ground. But I feel like... This is why I stay in New England. There's no scorpions. Yeah, I feel like New England There's is no poison. Fine. But I love an air mattress. I won't sleep on anything less. Once again, I'm already sleeping outside on the Bring ground. Bring a water bed. <laughs> <laughs> a full water bed. Oh, uh, also bring like a sleeping bag and whatever you think you're going to need for blankets, double it because you're going to get cold. Bring a right. pillow. Um, Extra undies. Yes. I know for extra women... Socks. We usually always bring extra undies, no matter yes. what. I bring like a thousand yeah, pairs of undies. I, I, if I don't think I have enough, I go buy more. Yep. Just in case. <laughs> but you're going to want those extra undies. Yes. And socks. And socks. Yes. Because your socks will get layers. soggy. Layers, yes. and layers, layers and layers and layers. Some kind of uh, outdoor shoe or a boot. Oh, and sandals, especially if there's uh, bathrooms there mm-hmm. and they're like, legit showers there you want some sandals or some shower shoes shower shoes you know what i always love to bring is a little dustpan and broom to sweep out the tent because it's always going to get sandy and then i get upset because of the sand yep oh towels also that would be good to have for if it's going to rain at all wipe your feet off or your dog off if you have a dog oh yeah good call yep and then other things i'm sure we forgot oh utensils something to eat off of something to hold and carry your water and your food there you go and then so you need a lot of things yeah and how would you get started would you buy all these things no you go with a friend there's so many things there's so many things it's so overwhelming if you're brand new to camping if you've never been camping if you're a city goer and you're like let's get out into nature go with a friend go with someone who's experienced a family member uh, a meetup group figured out but i would go with that way you can borrow stuff they're more experienced you know you're gonna be out in nature okay we we have devolve to no longer like be in nature we are indoor people yes we're all indoor boys now yeah, we're all indoor boys now and and uh so get the help that you need with a family or a friend who's get some help well it's just it's a lot of stuff to do I agree. you, you can't do it on your own at least not for the first time you're gonna you're gonna oh. fuck up and you're gonna yeah. have a bad time and then you're never gonna want to go camping again yep Trash bags. No. Another one. You gotta have gotta a trash have. bag. It sucks when you don't have a trash yeah, bag. That does suck. Where do you put your trash? Yeah. And also, if you live anywhere where there are bears or raccoons oh, yeah. or whatever that can get into the trash, you want to put the trash up in a tree or yeah. like in a lock, a locked uh, thing. A, a locked thing. Yeah. Yes. But if you're in bear country, don't put stuff in your car. Don't put food stuff in your car. Bear will literally rip, rip your, your car, car open. open. Yeah. Don't put, yeah. If you're going in bear country, you got to... Bear spray. Bear spray. If you're going in bear country, just don't. Yeah. And and yeah, if you're going in bear country and you have like food and stuff, um, make sure you go with someone who knows what they're doing on how to store that. Because it's also, because uh, my brother got fined in Kentucky when he lived in Kentucky for not storing his food. He like thought he stored it properly. And then the rangers like fined him $75. Jeez. And then took his food and then wouldn't give him back his food until he paid the fine. Oh my god he's like i thought it, he like put it in the box but i don't think he i don't know where he put it he's he's not he's the a, brightest person he's a dingus um, he is a bit of a dingus all right kristen is this a good hobby for adhders i would say yes and no yep i would say no because it's a lot of planning mm. it's a lot of prep and that's overwhelming and if you forget something you're kind of fucked you're really in a fucked. lot of situations you could start off with going somewhere that's kind of like a more local yeah. in town like uh, camper campground right. where they'll have more amenities closer to you maybe even exactly. like a little shop 
where you can get like uh, basic necessities. Can I recommend one in Maine that's really nice? Yes. It's called Four Seasons in Naples. Naples. Uh, that's where I grew up camping. You and the town is like super close. Mm. They also have like a store when you first walk in that has like Advil. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Marshmallows and stuff like that. So it's it's like just a half a step down from glamping as in you get to set up your own stuff. Mm. But they do have plugins for electricity for like all the RVs that go oh, there. That's nice. Um, my aunt would bring a blender and make us strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> She's that's awesome. That was her. That was her. She's like, I gotta bring my blender. <laughs> High class. High class. I was like, yeah, Blimpin'. living it up. Uh, all the heartburn in the world, though. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a good beginner. You know, rent some stuff or borrow some stuff and and see how you like it. Go to, go to a place that that has that's a little bit easier rather than like the backwoods yeah definitely don't start off going to a campground that's like there's nothing for two hours because i feel like as you camp you inevitably forget something or fuck something up or realize oh i really should have gotten that and then you'll learn each time yeah. and then eventually hopefully you'll You're have like so much trauma at it. Yeah. of forgetting all yeah. these different things that you'll like make sure you have everything so right yeah I wouldn't you want to know how oh i wouldn't start deep don't start deep. Start shallow. Yep. My parents found that place in Naples by, they're like, we don't know where to go camping, but we want to take the kids camping. Mm-hmm. So they opened a phone book and they just went under the camping section. And that's where, and then we went there probably like 20 years in a row. If it works, it works. My mom had me in January and I was there in July. Like <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. But I would say it's good for ADHD years in the sense that it's often like a fun group activity that you yeah. can do with friends or family. Oh, so it gets stimulating. You outside. You're yeah. outside. You're like doing. Sometimes it's like nice to do manual labor, you know? Yeah. Yes. And just like I'm putting together a tent. I'm putting up the tarp. I'm hanging a clothesline. You're building things with your own hands. Right. You know, it and good. it's camaraderie. You know. Yeah. You're. you're yeah. And it's good for your brain to be out in nature. Yeah, so it, it is. It's, it's good a, to see green stuff. It's a good way to get out in nature without necessarily having to do a lot of physical activity besides the setup. You know, it's yeah. like with hiking, you get outside, but now you have to be hiking. Yeah. <laughs> with camping, it's like you can go outside and set up your tent and now you can just like hang out outside. Hang out and drink all day if you need to. Yeah. Hang out by the fire. Go hang out by the lake. Read on your air mattress if it's rainy. Ooh, that's so cozy. Being in a nice uh, cozy warm tent when it's mm, raining outside. Because really it's hard. so cold. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think or try it out. But a nice nap. I love a good camping nap. Camp naps are the best naps. So I say give it a shot. But yeah, just like follow follow our advice, I would say, because we know from experience. Dip your toes in first before you plunge yourself in there. Yes, definitely. Right. And any accidents or injuries that occur as a result of this are not on us. We've already consulted our lawyers. So don't even try. Don't even try. But try camping. Yes. But don't try suing us. Got it. All right, Kristen. God. This episode are you ready too to long. get yeah. into... We did take a break halfway through. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yes, I'm ready for, for alternative segments. Wow! Alternative segments. Alternative segments. <laughs> All right. On this week's alternative, alternative segments, I am doing celebrities with ADHD blind items, and I am. Blind. Yes, Kristen is going to guess my blind items. And for those of you who don't know what blind items are, they are just like little pieces of gossip that people write into a couple different websites. I can't remember exactly what they are, but essentially they're just like gossip rumors. Uh, yeah, like anonymous rumor and gossip websites where about like, celebs. Yes. And so one of my favorite podcasts, Page Seven, go check it out. They're the best. It's Kind of like our podcast, it's just nice to listen to for the camaraderie, even if you don't necessarily care about celebrities and pop culture. But they do a segment uh, of blind items where they where they play a guessing game of the celebrities. And so I was inspired by that. And I wanted to do blind items where Kristen guesses, but these are celebrities with ADHD. Okay. I right. know so much about celebrities, so I'm going to nail this. Yeah, I was worried about giving you ones that are too easy, but I know how little you know about celebrities, so I think even the most obvious ones will be difficult. 
Are you ready? Uh, Britney Spears. Actually, she does have ADHD. Does she really? Yes, obviously. Is that one of your things? No. I almost used her though, so I'm glad I didn't. Okay. But this one is very obvious. (laughs) Oh my God, if you use that, I would have like shot myself. (laughs) That would have been impressive. That would have been. All right. All right. All right. Let's go. This reality TV star, American media personality and singer at one point is also the heir to a giant company in the hospitality industry. She went public about her ADHD on the CNN show Larry King Live in 2007. Kelly Clarkson. No. Damn it. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. Uh, but she received her ADHD diagnosis at the age of 12 and took, me- and took Adderall to manage the disorder, which she has been taking ever since. She was out of the public eye for a while, but has recently reemerged. And was Paris in- Hilton. Yes. Ah! Yay. Good job. Good <laughs> guess. I was going to say she was even given a cooking show at one point recently. And she is someone who's judged a lot. The singer got me off track. I, but then I remembered she did release that one the song. The stars are blind. This. <laughs> <laughs> I see what she did there. Yep. That's a great. She oh. did release that one album. And she's a DJ. I should have put that in there. Is she Damn. really a DJ? Yeah. Man. She's like a legit DJ, I think, too. She is. I love Paris Hilton. I have, I, I, I have to watch that documentary on her you have to i heard it's like really upsetting yeah i told you that yeah oh. yeah it's about how she was like kidnapped and sent away to one of those oh, one of those scary like kid boarding schools yeah. where you have to like do manual labor in the woods and your abuse yeah. yeah and she ran away from a bunch of them like out in the middle of nowhere in the woods like surviving for days by oh, herself God. to get away from these schools at like 15 years old i love how she's just like fuck this yes <laughs> i respect that so much adhd right she's yeah 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 i used to get really mad at her like that whole show the simple life well let me read the sentence that i wrote she's someone who's judged a lot because of her public persona and many think of her as dumb but a documentary on youtube a couple of years ago revealed that there's much more to her than meets the eye and that's all a persona she even said yeah because in the documentary so she was sent away to one of those really abusive schools and then She just kind of like buried all that trauma deep down and then just like went on to have this public persona of being really dumb and like Mm -hmm. on Simple Life, not even knowing how to sweep a floor. Then she meets up with these other women who she was in this abusive school with Mm -hmm. and they're all talking and they're like, yeah, whenever we watch a Simple Life, we would laugh because we know you know how to sweep a floor. You're forced by abuse to like scrub floors with with toothbrushes. So that was all completely an act. Yeah. And and I guess, yeah, when it, the show first came out, I was like, I can't even watch this. She doesn't know how to sweep a floor. But then I was like, oh, it's like so obvious that the producers are telling her what to do. Yes. It's Both so, of them. Yes. It's very fake. Yeah. What was it? The early, early aughts? Yes. Early aughts. Early aughts. Yep. That's the early aughts for you where everything was fake. Yep. Uh, but Hilton is now stepping up to support efforts to change misconceptions surrounding ADHD. Oh. She's part of a new film called The Disruptors, which is a documentary currently streaming, I guess, that aims to change the mindsets and foster discussions about ADHD. Holy shit. I have not seen that or heard of that. She also describes herself as a risk taker and creative. Despite the challenges, Hilton embraces her ADHD, also describing it as a potential superpower when managed correctly. Look at you, Paris Hilton. Look at her. We got it. She's one of I my think, dream guests to get on this podcast. Okay. I would love to have yeah. Paris Hilton on here. That would be crazy. That would be so cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. This has been. Oh, I got one more. All right. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> or should that be it? I'll save mine because this is already too long. So why don't okay. I save it for next time? Or do you want to? This has been Alternative Segments. Alternative all right and all right. as we horse we trot are our clipping way, we're clapping we're going into the station look out in the station we're look on our way but we're not clip, there clap, quite clip, yet horse we're on our train. way back here we come it's a love story <laughs> for the ages pizza secret <laughs> All right. All right. And by that, we obviously mean we are coming towards the end of the show, but we're not there quite yet because first we got to do your beloved segment of Pizza Secrets. Pizza Secrets. All right. Ready for that song? I'm ready. Pizza Secrets. Tell me your secrets. Pizza Secrets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should call this the Enya episode. Oh, yes. Because we talked about her. We talked about her twice. Yep. Talked about her all the time. Yep. Enya, this episode is. Because you live in our hearts and you live in our dreams, Enya. (laughs) And our minds and our arms. 
and arms. Yeah, don't forget your arms. <laughs> yeah, you you live in our arms, and yeah, and this episode is dedicated to you. Yep. Instead of doing our pizza secrets, we wanted to read a lovely little pizza secret from our follower and friend Enya. Enya, which I think I just copied and pasted this from the email because it was just written so well. Okay. Yeah. Um, let it rip. So here we go. Let me just go over my ABCs really quickly so yep, I can read this. It goes A, B, A, C, C, D. Yep. Okay. All right. I think I got it. You're ready. <laughs> <laughs> I used to sit in a plum... Also, spoiler alert, the most Australian thing I've ever read. Yes. Uh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. I used to sit in a plum tree and catapult overripe plums at innocent passerbys with a teaspoon, <laughs> and they would think the plum had just fallen from the tree naturally. You can imagine the dopamine hit one receives trying to restrain one's mirth whilst watching people go, oh, damn, that's going to stain. <laughs> Got to get that dope. No regrets. Caca. Perfect pizza secret. Anya. Perfect pizza that is secret. Perfect. Thank you so much. You're a little rascal. <laughs> you are a little rascal, and I respect it because Where'd I... Where'd you get the teaspoon? When she says teaspoon, I wonder if she means like an actual measuring teaspoon or if How that's just these what they plums? call a small plum. I mean, a small teaspoon. A small <laughs> spoon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A small spoon is a teaspoon, and a big spoon is supposed to be a tablespoon. Okay, so you just call... So she's just calling a spoon a, small spoon. a teaspoon. It's not yeah. like a measuring teaspoon. Yeah, but the measuring spoon is supposed to be one teaspoon... Is supposed to be about the size of a small spoon. But I would never spoon. refer to just a regular eating spoon as a teaspoon. I would call it a spoon because I'm not using it. I'm not using it to measure. I'm using it to eat soup, maybe. With the with the the teaspoon, I guess I don't yeah. call the big spoon a tablespoon. No, I just but call them spoons. We? I call big spoon little spoon. <laughs> <laughs> the, the technical terms of big spoon, small spoon. But I think the little spoon is specifically called the teaspoon. I think Enya is right in this situation, and I think so are we. I think teaspoon is just... Anya, get back to us. What kind of spoon are you using? Are we right or are you right? Is it like a regular small spoon or is it an actual measuring teaspoon? Because those would be small plums if they were an actual measuring teaspoon. Yeah, well, how big are these plums? What is the plum to spoon ratio? (laughs) These are the questions. What is the plum spoon ratio? What kind of plums are these? Are there different kinds of plums other than like red plum, white plum? Plum plum. <laughs> Just generic um, plum. Generic plum. I don't need to know what kind of plum they are. They're How plum. big is a plum That's tree? That's as specific as I need to know. I guess I need to just know more about Australia and their plums. Well, we're probably getting like human growth hormone plums over here. Oh, yeah. You know, we definitely, yeah. They probably have like legit, li- just in little In America, plums. they're like pumping the growth hormones. Bigger, and all make them bigger. Carcinogens are good. And that's why we're so big and strong. We got to make that profit. Yep. But anyways, Enya, enough about the questions about plums. I respect this piece of secret because I, too, at one point was a fellow spoon flicker, flinger. I think I told that story, right? About flinging rocks at cars. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And some lady yelled at you. I still want to know more about these plums and plum trees, but I guess I can take that journey without... Uh, that will be a solo a journey. Solo, yeah, endeavor. Trip, I'll, I'll get back to you on the plums. I've got enough info on the plums. I'm good on yeah, the you're good plum on plums. Info. If you want to learn and tell me... I guess go for it. Yeah. I'll probably shout it at you later. (laughs) I'm sure you will about the plum sizes. Because I'm just thinking, if it's a regular plum like you and I eat. It's not. With a teaspoon. It's one of those little guys. I know it is. One that like looks like an apricot. Like the size of an apricot. Apricots are still pretty big. Apricots are pretty small. What apricots are you eating? The apricots at the store. Those are like little. They're like this big. They're like a golf ball size. You could fit that on a spoon. A teaspoon. Enya, if I'm you could get a bunch of spoons. an apricot on yeah. a teaspoon. <laughs> Enya, please explain what kind of plums you're talking about because I am... Would you recreate this pizza secret for us yeah. so we can see every element of this because we need to know how it works. The was spoon pl- to plum ratio is just driving me nuts. Was it a plastic spoon? Because I use a plastic spoon because then you can get a good flingy motion. Ooh, what about like a nice spatula? Ooh, that might be nice. Like one really of those really distance. long flat ones that you that are really bendy. Ooh, you just have to like get it to rest on there. Yeah, and then yeah, and then boop, you could really kind of get that arc going. Yeah. Also, Anya, while you're giving us some feedback, also let us know. Have you ever used a boomerang before? Oh, like, yeah. Truly thrown a boomerang or a slingshot. No, we use no, slingshot. This is Australia specific. 
Oh, we use slingshots. We have a slingshot. Remember that time you and I were slingshotting at mushrooms in the yard for like oh, two hours? Right. Yeah, we were gathering acorns as we were planning the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right, we was, just shot mushrooms. That was while we were playing the podcast. Yeah, one person would almost a year ago. Yeah, or oh, one year coming up. Yeah, one of us would fling the little acorns, try to hit some mushrooms, and the other one would gather the acorns, and then we would switch <laughs> like adults. This is what adults do. This is what adults do. Uh, And yeah, get back to us about these plums. I gotta know. And all the other stuff we asked you about. Yeah. Plum to spoon ratio. (laughs) It's gonna... I'm gonna be up all night about thinking about this. I'm gonna sleep soundly. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care. Uh, I think that's been our show. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll end on this interesting note. note. Yeah. About plums and teaspoons. Plums and teaspoons. This has been an episode about plums and teaspoons. If you want to give us your feedback <laughs> this is about the plums, plums. plums and spoons podcast. Yes. And also the N episode. N episode. And also whatever else we have talked about. Yes. Camping. Camping. That was the main topic. Yeah. But mostly the plums and the teaspoons. If you enjoyed, plums and how and could you teaspoons? not? <laughs> <laughs> this has just been grade A radio. If you enjoyed this episode today, you can follow us at Weirds of Feather on Instagram. You can find us on TikTok. You can join our Facebook group of Weirds of Feather. And you can email us if you're like, hey, I know all about spoons and plums and plums to spoon ratio. You can I email us. I majored in plums and spoons. Yeah. <laughs> it's Australia p- specific. Probably. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. And you would like to get in touch to us to share your knowledge about plums plums and spoons and apricots and the ratio betwixt the two or three betwixt i know good word it's one of my faves i love it (laughs) it's a word that i know it is one word that you know (laughs) please email us at where's of feather at gmail.com uh you can also give us a like you can subscribe you can follow us and you can leave a review we request five stars only and then if you do leave a one star you have to write why yes please god if you're gonna give us a one star tell us why up to it be be you know be civil about it (laughs) be an adult like we are yeah and tell us to our faces so then we can cry about it for months yeah just just know as you're writing your bad review that i will be crying I will cry depending on the feedback. If you're like, these women are crass and loud, I'll be like, thank you. But if it's like, that one girl's voice uh, is very grating and it hurts my ears to listen to. But they don't, uh, he, they don't specify. (laughs) (laughs) They don't specify which girl and then we just have to figure out which one has like the weird voice. I'll know it's me. We both have beautiful voices <laughs> you insulting both of us That's, well uh, tracy did compare you to kathy griffin oh yeah i was and compared to zoe deschanel yeah i know what the fuck i appreciate that compliment she just uh, <laughs> yours was i'm not picking favorites but <laughs> Kristen, you sound like kathy griffin and then grace you sound angelic well it's funny because you're always compared to zoe deschanel so i guess our voices i think it's flop. just you i think it's just you who are who is comparing me to zoe deschanel other people do as well Anyway, this is the end of our show. This is our show. You have listened to it for some reason. Yep. And now you're at the yep. end. And look at that. I where hope did we that fade hour it out go? Before, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're where, where did the time go? Yeah. And let's sh- let's call let's call it out. Yep. Yep. Uh. That's a nice one. Morning, Jeff. What's that one? Ah, that's a boo dug. <laughs> the boo duck. Boo dug. <laughs> I don't know boo dug. <laughs> me, 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 me. Okay, that's cute. Yeah. <laughs>